Brad Berg here with Encompass Purpose, and today we're going to be talking about change. And my big question is, do you really want to change? You know, everybody says, especially coming to this time of the year, New, year, New Year's resolutions, and um, I'm going to change this year. I'm going to do it this year. And within weeks, they're back to doing what they normally do. Or you hear people say, I'm really going to change, but they don't do it. You know, they're going to lose weight, but they don't do it. They're going to quit drinking, but they don't do it. They're going to get a new job, but they've been comfortable in that position for years, and they just don't do it. So that is the question today. Do you really want to change, or do you like being stagnant? You know, and this is not a new question. It's a question that's been a long, long uh, time. People have been talking about this for hundreds of years, that they're going to change and do things different, and then it doesn't happen. Or, as we talked about in the last show, excuses. Excuses why we can't change. And that, uh, that is going to be the subject today, coming up on Encompass Purpose. Hello, I want to talk to you today about Winter Wonderland. And we'll be having a lot of Christmas activities. Can't promise a winter wonderland because you never know with Missouri weather. But we'll have activities for the kids. We'll have live music. We'll have a raffle. We'll have pictures with Santa. We'll have animals out here, different horses. We'll have a hayride. And so we'll have a lot of free, fun things, just family things you can do, and uh, it costs you nothing. So it's at 52 Pavilion Circle in Max Creek. Feel free to come out on December 10th from 2 to 6. So we're back, and we're going to, you know, I, like I said, this isn't a new thing. Yeah, we've had a lot of changes in the last, you know, say 20 years or so. But this is a thing that goes way back. I'm talking way back. So let's go to John 5. And a lot of you know this story. There was a crippled man laying. And what would happen, it, actually there's a lot of crippled people laying. And an angel would come down and stir the water in the pool. But you had to be the first one in the pool. And there was a man laying there for 38 years. You know, so think about that. A lot of times when you're stuck you think you're stuck for a while. Think about 38 years. And this was uh, where the blind and the lame and paralyzed, they waited for this moving water. Now this guy, after 38 years, was laying there. And Jesus saw him laying there. And he knew how long he had been laying there. And he knew he had been laying there a long time. But you know what he said to him? And I think this is a part a lot of people miss. He said, do you want to get well? And that's our question today. Do you want to get well? Do you want to be healed? Do you want to stop the habits that you keep saying you do? Um, whether, you know, let's go uh, smoking or alcohol or meth or heroin, fentanyl. There's a lot of things, but maybe it's not even that severe. Maybe it's speeding. You know, a lot of people like to pick out sins that or, or issues that they don't have because it makes them feel better. But the truth is, an issue is an issue. And do you really want to change that? So many people say that someday I'm going to start up my own business. Someday I'm going to do this. Someday I'm going to do that. And it really gets to the point where I found a lot of people don't want to change. They want to be stagnant. They want to be comfortable 
And that's why there's so many unhappy marriages out there, because it's easy to stay in that rut. And change is scary. Even if you're going to stay in that marriage and it's just marriage counseling, that can be scary. And a lot of people don't take that step. They won't take that first step. And that is the biggest step, no matter what. It's the same size as every other step, but getting off the couch and actually starting to do something is the hardest step. So what are you going to do? Are you going to sit the next 10 years saying, I wish I could, you know, but I have this excuse and this excuse and this excuse, or are you actually going to change? I hope you actually are going to change because that's what we're going to be getting into here. If you really want to change It's just not that hard. It is a scary thing. You may fail, but you know what? That experience of failure will teach you how to do it right. You know, you can sit and have a career. And for some people, a career is uh, not that important anymore. And so I shouldn't maybe say that. I love entrepreneurs and I love having my own business. And so that's important to me. It may not be your goal. So let's say it's vacationing. Maybe it's a vacation you've wanted to take, but you never save up the money. Why don't you change and save up that money? You know, maybe that's, you know, just not spending on that 34th pair of shoes that you think you need. You know, maybe that is selling off some of the things you don't use. Maybe that is getting a second job so you can take that vacation and get that away time. But it's all steps you have to do. Nobody's going to do it for you. So, you know, like I was just talking about, it's so simple to do. What does Jesus say back in John 5? What is his big complicated directions to the person? What does he say to that man? Does he say, go to college, get a degree, and then at least three, four years work for a medical organization so you can figure out how to walk? No, this is what Jesus said. Get up. Jesus simply said, pick up your bedroll and walk. Change can be that simple. And uh, there's two key things here we got to think about. One, are you relying on yourself or are you relying on Jesus? If you're relying on yourself, you're going to have issues. You're going to have a constant fight. You're going to have constant drama, bitterness, and it's never going to work out for long term. If you're looking at Jesus to solve it, he can solve it. And so do you want to do well? When you're thinking about change, what is it that scares you about it? And do you know exactly what you want? A lot of times people have a dream. Um, Let's say it's a car and they want a Ferrari. And it's like, why do you want that Ferrari? I want that Ferrari so I can go fast and it's powerful. Why do you want to go fast and powerful? Oh, people will be impressed by that. People like me. So why do you want people to like you? Well, I want a lot of people around me and I I want a, a lot of friends. So what they're really looking for is community and friends. They're not looking for that car. But they don't see the bigger picture. They don't reflect and realize what they want, what they're looking for. And that's why I say a lot of times when you change, you evolve and it turns into something you had no idea it was going to be. 
when God called me to help people, and I still own a classic car company, but that was my passion and my drive. God had me do a 180 and totally change what I do and how I do it. And, you know, I could have went back to work on Monday and just sat down at my desk and kept doing what I was doing. But I felt that calling and I knew the change had to happen. That change was not going to happen without me doing some things. What I did to change, I dove in head first into Christianity and I studied because I didn't want to study just going to church once every Sunday and listening to a sermon and getting their interpretation of it. I wanted true Christianity. So I went back to school and I learned the Bible. I learned scripture. And that's what's important to me. Not denominations, not, you know, all these different life groups are terrific. They're wonderful things. But a lot of times they have interpretations. I got down to the basics, I got a good foundation, and I made life changes, huge life changes, both uh, physically, personally. I uh, changed my wealth. I, I, I've pretty much given away all my money to different things, but it's to people that want to change and help themselves. I just got a message right before this show from somebody who wants to do some videos with me on a course. And I think that's a great idea because we can reach more people and it's something we're going to be doing. But it all takes change, it all takes effort, and it's not always easy. But anything worthwhile, anything with your end goal is not going to be easy. So are you on January 1st or whenever you start really going to change? First thing you have to make up your mind is it's not going to be easy. If it's worthwhile, it's just usually not an easy process. It's kind of like, let's go back to since COVID, there's been all these huge weight loss programs that are multi-level management. And that's why you see them so much. It's more about people wanting the money and talking you into buying these magical powders and chocolate-covered granola bars for $4 a piece and all this different magical powder and pills and things that are going to make you automatically just lose weight and you're going to eat their meals and you're going to lose weight. And that's all terrific and wonderful. But what's going to happen when you stop and go back to regular life? It's not going to work. You have to change your lifestyle. If you change your lifestyle, if you start eating habits that are very good for you, actually, if you start eating habits that are medium good for you and just have portion control, you're going to lose weight and you're going to lose weight long term. You're going to change your life and you're going to change the way you eat and look the rest of your life. And it doesn't take buying any magic pills or powders or joining any pyramid schemes. It's just a way of life. It's a healthy way of life. 150 years ago, even 100 years ago, you didn't see many heavy people because everybody worked physically all the time. We don't have to work physically all the time now. So what happens is we're still eating that same amount 
and we gain the weight. Let's just cut back on what we're eating. And if you're sitting watching TV and you're bored and you decide you want to eat, maybe it's time to shut off the TV and go walk around the block and then come back and watch TV again. You know, that kind of thinking is what is going to get you to be fit and healthy the rest of your life. Same with your mind. You're not going to change your mind unless you take steps to do it. And you can do it. And it can happen very easy. And the mind is the most important part of change anybody's world. If you're a negative person and you have them negative thoughts and you're bitter and you're controlling, that is not going to change without you working with your neurotransmitters and working with both sides of your brain and changing what needs to be changed. Is it a hard thing to do? It's not hard but it's repetitive, it's also something that's not going to happen overnight. No, not even small changes in your life, um, the way you tie your shoes. If you go to start tying your shoes a different way, it'll take a certain amount of time, you know, a good month, till it's natural for you to tie your shoes a different way. That's with everything in life. And with your mindset and the challenges in your mind with fear and doubt, it all takes focused change. There is no other way to do it. There's no magic programs you're going to buy for 800 or 2000 or $5,000 that are going to make this incredible change in your life. You can do it. You either get a coach or you start educating yourself on different things with your brain. Now, people hate change so much they'll ignore facts. You know, you can have facts. If you do this and do this, it'll work. If you hire a coach, there's a, up to, depending on Harvard says, I think 700% return on your investment. So, but people will deny them facts and not because they don't necessarily believe them. It's because they really don't want to change. They want to be stuck where they are and complain. Do you think that man that was laying there in 38 years, didn't have one opportunity to go in there. In 38 years, there wasn't just one time he could have been laying by the water and rolled in. In 38 years, do you think there wasn't a time where there was other kind people around that would have helped him real quick into that? He was sitting there feeling sorry for himself and didn't want to change. He got change every day and money from people he didn't have to work he just laid there and why it was not a good life it was something he was comfortable with with getting his mat and getting up and walking it's going to totally change his life people are no longer going to give him handouts he's going to have to do things he didn't have to do before because everybody seen him there laying there and treated him different so did he really want change? Did he not have an opportunity in 38 years to one day, just one time, one time when that water stirred, in 38 years he couldn't get in? I have trouble believing that uh, he did. You know, maybe he didn't act quick enough. Maybe... Maybe there was times where he was just feeling sorry and had his head down and totally missed when he could have got in first. 
It's about constantly driving, constantly focused, constantly improving yourself. I take school all the time. Do I take school for anybody else besides me? Nope. It is for me. And it's so I can learn things I want to learn. I've learned things I have no interest in ever doing. There's sound therapy. I'm certified in sound therapy. I think it's a great thing. I, I have no musical talent. I don't plan on doing it. And it's not important to me. But I wanted to understand it. So I went and took a course and I got certified in sound therapy. Now I understand it and I appreciate when I see people doing it how they can do it. And just because you can do something doesn't mean you shouldn't. And maybe because you can't do something, you think you shouldn't. You know, if I had a drive and wanted to learn to do sound therapy, I could absolutely do that. I do not. I like working with thoughts and mind processes and mindsets. Because once you dive into the brain, the brain is such a powerful thing. And there is no reason... There's no reason an abuser cannot be a good person. There's no reason an alcoholic can never touch alcohol again. There's no reason drug addicts can never do drugs again. There is no reason why if you're a bad person, you cannot be a good person. You can do anything you want. And God gave us this tool that has so much power called the brain. So... There's neurotransmitters. You've got your conscious and your subconscious. You've got different ways you can change and implement new things in your brain. And now since 2000, they say you can even interrupt old thoughts and change them. There's new tools out with EMDR. And there's just so many things you can do with CBT and NLP and there's different brain techniques and different brain, I guess you could call them brain challenges, different ways of thinking about things where you can adapt and change your life. That man that wanted the Ferrari did not want the Ferrari. He wanted community and friends. But now by thinking about what he wanted and thinking about how he was successful at that, he can implement that in his life so much quicker. And you can get to the end goal so much quicker. If you want to change, one thing I would do is journal and reflect on what you're doing currently. A lot of people have this excuse of time. And it is the biggest lie I've heard in years, decades. Because what it is, is we're doing busy work. And if you start to journal and realize what you're doing time-wise you're going to realize how much time you waste in a day. You're going to realize how much non-productive time you have in a day. I've been, uh, you know, I've ran four organizations at once and written a book. I, uh, I, I've taken 12 hours of college classes a day for long periods of time while running different organizations. There is ways you can do it. It's all back to priorities and what you want to do with your time. All have 24 hours a day. If you're a billionaire, you have 24 hours a day. If you're homeless, you have 24 hours a day. 
If you're a teacher, you have 24 hours a day. If you're an attorney, you have 24 hours a day. There's no monetary, physical, or mental reason you cannot get what you want. I'll be back right after this. Encompass Purpose is nonprofit. We're here to help you. We're here to help you with your mindsets, your goals, your dreams. We're here to help you with your struggles and how to change, how to get over that past hurt and get to helping, helping yourself and helping others. We're here for you physically with long-term chronic illnesses. We can help. So give us a call at 573-286-5625. We're happy to help. So we're back in. What we're going to talk about for this remaining time is don't let people stop you. And I think that's the biggest thing that happens is people get laughed at. They get hurt. They get told they can't from some of the closest people that they thought would support them. From family members and friends. From loved ones. Where you have a dream, you have an idea And they want to squash it because they don't want to change. They don't want to grow. They don't want to learn. They don't want to excel. They're happy staying at the same job for the last 15 years and being miserable every day and being bored out of their mind. And they do not want to see you do what they don't understand. If you have a well-paying job and you're going to quit to start up something and you know you're going to take a hit in your income, I will tell you ahead of time, people are going to rip on you. They're going to criticize you. And who cares? If you're doing what you love and you're doing what you're passionate about, the money will follow. And maybe like me, I'm an oddball. Who cares about the money? The money is not the point. Every time God lets me help somebody, it's a wonderful thing. I've helped people go from homeless to successful people in the community. I've helped heroin addicts and meth addicts. I've also helped high-profile people. I've helped people go from twenty-five grand a year to two hundred fifty thousand. Actually, it's gonna—he's gonna reach over three hundred thousand, which. I think shocked both of us a little bit, but uh, it uh, you can do what you want to do, and I'm happy to be the person that's back in your 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 kind of quarterback, back in the background where I can see things you might not be able to see because you're close to them, and if not, get somebody else that is in your corner that is truly all for you, that wants to see you succeed. You know, not for the money, not so you can take an $800 program, not so you can take magic powders, not so you can pay them tons of money, but so that you can actually succeed. And that's what's important. There's nothing wrong with people taking money for their services. I mean, think about it. Doctors and lawyers and many people always take money for their services. But for success, you want to surround your with people that want nothing but you to succeed and to find them people is very difficult and that's why coaching is growing so much you have somebody you can go to and you can bounce all these ideas off of and you can bounce your hurts and your helps and your successes and your goals and your dreams 
from somebody that's not right there inches away from their face, they can sometimes see stuff that you don't see. We've also learned and got tools to give you to help you along the way. Now, I just suggest the biggest step you can take is not reaching out to even me this second. The biggest step you can take for your mindset is saying, I'm going to do it and taking that step. That initial step is what will make the difference in your life. Yes, after that, there's going to be a lot of steps. You don't have to look up that entire stairway just one step at a time. And maybe that step is not even making huge changes in your life. Maybe you keep your same job, but you start to plan for the future. You start to do things. You know, maybe that first step is for losing weight. You pick up a salad at the grocery store. Doesn't mean you're never going to touch chips again, but that salad's a start. Maybe your first step for financial freedom is you cut back. Maybe you didn't need that second brand new car. Maybe you didn't need that boat. Maybe you didn't need a six-bedroom home when there's two of you. You know, that kind of stuff, if it's making you miserable, is that really your goal? Is that really what you want? I don't believe it is. That's where we come in. We find out what your goals and your dreams really are. Is it that you want a Ferrari? Or is it actually that you feel the need for more friends and more community? You know, and a lot of people get stuck on that Ferrari and then can't figure out why it didn't make them happy. That wasn't their end goal. Until next time, thank you.